One does not need to be an art specialist, nor even like art for that matter, to have heard of the famed artist Pablo Picasso or Leonardo da Vinci's 1507 painting, The Mona Lisa. But did you know that back in 1911, Picasso was arrested and interrogated for potentially stealing da Vinci's most famous painting? I am your host, Peter Zablocki, and this is History Shorts. Leonardo da Vinci's Mona Lisa is one of the most famous and iconic paintings in the world, created between 1503 and 1506, with some speculation that it might have been worked on until 1517. The painting is believed to depict Lisa Gherardini, the wife of Florentine merchant Francesco del Giacondo. The Mona Lisa is known for its enigmatic smile and the sitter's gaze that seems to follow its viewers. Leonardo employed a pyramid designed for the composition, with the subject positioned before a distant landscape. The use of atmospheric perspective gives depth to the background, creating a sense of distance. Interestingly, the Mona Lisa was not an immediate sensation or widely celebrated during Leonardo da Vinci's lifetime. Leonardo da Vinci kept the painting with him until his death in 1519. Following his death, the artwork was acquired by King Francis I of France. It became part of the royal collection and was eventually displayed at the Palace of Fontainebleau. The painting was later moved to the Louvre Palace in Paris during the French Revolution. However, it was not initially displayed prominently and its fame did not immediately skyrocket. In fact, it was not until the 1860s that the art critics began to consider the Renaissance painting a real work of art. And even then, the opinion did not really spread past those who knew of its existence. But all that changed on August 21st, 1911, when the painting was suddenly stolen from the Louvre. At the time, the Louvre was in the process of photographing older works which due to the early cameras of the time not working well in artificial light, required the pieces to be brought up to the roof. It was more than 24 hours before the still-life artist who frequented the museum set up his easel to paint and noticed the missing painting, which he promptly reported to the museum director. The immediate aftermath of the theft saw widespread panic and speculation. Overnight, the Mona Lisa became the most talked-about piece of art in the world, with the news of its disappearance shocking the entire art community. The French police and Interpol worked around the clock as the incident sparked a media frenzy, and newspapers worldwide covered the story extensively. For over two years, the whereabouts of the stolen painting remained a mystery. Meanwhile, the Mona Lisa continued to gain public attention as its image was reproduced in newspapers and magazines, adding to the mystique surrounding the missing artwork. The Mona Lisa was finally famous. Pablo Picasso was born in 1881 and died in 1973. During his life, the Spanish painter and sculptor was widely considered one of the most influential artists of the 20th century. He co-founded the Cubist movement and made significant contributions to surrealism and symbolism. A month after the theft, a mysterious young man named Joseph Pierret walked into the offices of the Paris Journal. After a promise of anonymity, he explained that he had been stealing art from the Louvre for the very thrill of it. It was easy to do because unlike other famous museums, the security was very lax. Just a year prior, a reporter hid himself among its exhibits and stayed at the museum overnight without ever being noticed, all to expose its inadequate security. Back at the Paris Journal, Pierrette disclosed that he did not steal the painting, but that he might know who did. To prove that he was a credible source to speak on the subject, he unveiled an Iberian statue stolen from the Louvre a few months prior. He then informed the newspaper that he had sold a pair of other stolen statues to an artist and a poet. 
both men living in France. Having received the tip from the newspaper, the police were soon knocking on the door of a known poet and playwright named Apollinaire. The man was a member of a group already known in artistic circles and led by one Pablo Picasso, the group known as La Bande de Picasso, or as Wild Men of Paris. The police arrested Apollinaire on suspicion of stealing the Mona Lisa, but not before the man and Pablo Picasso attempted to discard the other stolen statues that they had purchased from Pierrette. The artist and the poet, knowing that the police were on their trail, stuffed the stolen art into old suitcases and tried throwing them into the river, only to find themselves unable to throw out the priceless art. Picasso then dropped the statues off on the doorstep of the Paris Journal under the cover of darkness. Once arrested, Apollinaire quickly gave Picasso and Pierrette up to the police. The men were brought up to court to face charges of stolen goods, among them potentially the Mona Lisa. The trial was quick, and Apollinaire and Picasso admitted to buying stolen art, but not stealing da Vinci's work. Picasso even cried openly in court, saying he did not know Apollinaire and Pierrette that well, but simply loved the Iberian statues, so he bought them. The judge, not having found what he was seeking, namely the thieves of the Mona Lisa, let the men go with nothing but a warning. Two years later, the Mona Lisa resurfaced in Florence when the man who stole it, one Vincento Perugia, who had worked at the Louvre as a handyman, tried selling it on the black market. The theft was relatively straightforward. Perugia hid inside the Louvre overnight and took advantage of the museum's lax security at the time. On the morning of the theft, he simply removed the painting from its display case, concealed it under his smock, and walked out of the museum. Perugia claimed that he was an Italian patriot and simply wanted to return the stolen painting to its homeland. The theft had inadvertently turned the Mona Lisa into a global phenomenon, attracting even more visitors to the Louvre and solidifying its status as an iconic masterpiece. As for Pablo Picasso, his influence on the art world cannot be overstated, even if he might have at some point tried to steal some art. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out History Shorts on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your shows. You can also visit HistoryShortsPodcast.com.